Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1554. February 1st, 1938. Today, I am feeling a little worse, physically, but I am still taking part in the common life, prayers, meals, and recreation. I am making great efforts, known to you alone, Jesus. In the refectory today, I did not think I would last until the end of the meal. Every mouthful causes me extreme pain. When Mother S., Irene, visited me a week ago, she said, You catch every sickness, sister, because your system is so weak. But that is not your fault. In fact, if any other sister had that same sickness, she would certainly be walking around, whereas you, sister, must stay in bed. These words did not hurt me, but it is better not to make such comparisons with very sick persons, because their cup is full enough as it is. Another thing, when sisters visit the sick, they should not ask in detail every time, what is hurting you and how does it hurt? Because it is very tiresome to keep telling each sister the same about thing about oneself, and it sometimes happens that one must repeat the same thing over and over, many times a day. When I had gone to the chapel for a moment, the Lord gave me to know that, among his chosen ones, there are some who are especially chosen, and whom he calls to a higher form of holiness, to exceptional union with him. These are seraphic souls, from whom God demands greater love than he does from others. Although all live in the same convent, yet he sometimes demands of a particular soul a greater degree of love. Such a soul understands this call because God makes this known to it interiorly. But the soul may, may either follow this call or not. It depends on the soul itself, whether it is faithful to these touches of the Holy Spirit or whether it resists them. I have learned that there is a place in purgatory where souls will pay their debt to God for such transgressions. This kind of torment is the most difficult of all. The soul which is especially marked by God will be distinguished everywhere, whether in heaven or in purgatory or in hell. In heaven, it will be distinguished from other souls by greater glory and radiance and deeper knowledge of God. In purgatory, by greater pain, because it knows God more profoundly and desires him more vehemently. In hell, it will suffer more profoundly than other souls, because it knows more fully whom it has lost. This indelible mark of God's exclusive love in the soul will not be obliterated. O Jesus, keep me in holy fear, so that I may, I may not waste graces, Help me to be faithful to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. Grant that my heart may burst with love of you, rather than I should neglect even one act of love for you. February 2, 1938. Darkness of the Soul. 
Today is the feast of the Mother of God, and in my soul it is so dark. The Lord has hidden himself, and I am alone, all alone. My mind has become so dimmed that I see only phantasms about me. Not a single ray of light penetrates my soul. I do not understand myself or those who speak to me. Frightful temptations regarding the holy faith assail me. O my Jesus, save me. I cannot say anything more. I cannot describe these things in detail, for I fear lest someone be scandalized on reading this. I am astounded that such torments could befall a soul. O hurricane, what are you doing to the boat of my heart? This storm has lasted the whole day and night. When Mother Superior, Irene, came to see me and asked, Would you like to take advantage of this occasion, sister, since Father Andras is coming to hear confessions? I answered, No. It seemed to me that Father would not understand me, nor would I be able to make a confession. I spent the whole night with Jesus in Gethsemane. From my breast there escaped one continuous moan. A natural dying will be much easier, because then one is in agony and will die, while here one is in agony but cannot die. O Jesus, I never thought such suffering could exist. Nothingness, that is the reality. O Jesus, save me. I believe in you with all my heart. So many times I have seen the radiance of your face, and now where are you, Lord? I believe, I believe, and again I believe in you, triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and in all the truths which your Holy Church gives me to believe. But the darkness does not recede, and my spirit plunges into even greater agony. And at that moment, such terrible torment overwhelmed me that now I am amazed at myself that I did not breathe my last, but this was for only a brief instant. St. Faustina felt a little worse physically, but she tried to participate in the common prayers, meals, and recreation of the community. She was suffering terribly. Every mouthful of food caused her extreme pain. Faustina then writes of the sisters inadvertently adding to her burdens. We should be very sensitive about what we say to the sick. In the chapel, the Lord let St. Faustina know that some chosen souls are called to a higher form of holiness than others. He requires them to love him more profoundly than others. He probably gives them more graces than other souls. And we know that to whom much is given, much is expected. Unfortunately, some of these souls don't respond to the graces. They will have, therefore have more to pay back in purgatory or more to regret forever in hell. God respects our free will. Let's use it well. St. Faustina speaks of a holy fear. This is an awe and a wonder at God's holiness. It is not a trembling fear, but a desire to please the one who loves us so, to respond with love. 
On the feast of the presentation of Mary, St. Faustina felt darkness in her soul. The Lord sometimes withdraws his consolations in order to purify her love. Jesus is still nearby, but he seems to be absent. The evil one uses the opportunity to tempt St. Faustina to despair. She prays and she asks for Jesus' help. She even turns down confession, feeling that the priest won't understand her and that she's in such a difficult state she won't even be able to make a confession. And she spent the whole day and a whole night in suffering. She experienced what Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.